Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Danny Summit. Coming to you live from nowhere, Indiana, where the corn grows. So, want to give a big shout out to San Jose, California today. Um, my heartfelt condolences to the nine families that the lives have been dramatically and tragically changed. Um, for those that maybe have not heard, uh, there is another mass shooting. Um, it was at a railroad um, facility there in San Jose. Um, there are eight victims in the shooter that is dead. Um, and uh, Indy just went through this in the past month. And I know those families are still grieving um, such a long process. And I couldn't imagine having that um, traumatic um, violence part aspect of it being kind of placed on there too I would imagine that kind of adds a certain level of anger and um, you know your lives are changed forever and uh, my heart and prayers go out to those families also want to send some love to all of the uh, first responders that had to go out and uh, take care of the people um, helping people um, but also seeing a lot of tragedy and uh, I'm sure that type of uh, experiences stick with you forever. Um, so bless you guys for all that you do. Thank you for protecting us um, and for being the first ones there in a situation that no one wants to go running into. Um, but uh, those police officers um, and EMTs do that every single day. Um, go into situations that the rest of us um, just stand back and watch. So big thank you, um, shout out to you guys as well. Um, let's go to a little bit happier thoughts um, on this Wednesday. Uh, so Memorial Day weekend's coming up. Um, as we know, it is a national holiday in America. For a lot of us, that just means that the banks are closed and that we may that we have a day off. Um, being in the medical field, we were always closed on Memorial Day. Not all um, facilities are closed. Um, unfortunately, my husband has a job that he's not off on Memorial Day. Um, but for me personally, um, well, for our family, you know, Memorial Day has generally been filled with uh, cookouts and pool parties, um, laying around the pool and, uh, you know, getting those rays and having a good time. You know, we've had a lot of blessed years of uh, getting together and uh, those will be great memories that I will always cherish with me. Um, so let's start off with a little, I always like history a little bit. Um, so uh, Memorial Day is the last Monday of May. Uh, that is the day it's officially been declared. It was originally known as the as Decoration Day. It originated in the years following the Civil War, and it officially became a federal holiday in 1971. Um, so many Americans observe, observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries or memorials, holding family gatherings, or participating in parades, um, and it unofficially marks the beginning of the summer season. Um, I know it usually means that the pool is open. Uh, that was always a big uh, thing for me as a kid. Um, so early observances, um, the Civil War, which ended in the spring of 1865, 
claimed more lives than any conflict in U.S. history and required the establishment of the country's first national cemeteries. By the late 1860s, Americans in various towns and cities began holding um, springtime tributes to these countless fallen soldiers by decorating their graves with flowers and reciting prayers. You know, so I really love that, that, it, you know, really it started with just hometown, small hometown. I mean, we're talking back in the late 1860s, you know, um, you know, just people stepping out and say, you know what, these people, men and women have given their lives and, you know, we got to do something to celebrate them, um, which is a very beautiful thing. Now, I did not know this next part. Um, each year on Memorial Day, a national moment of remembrance takes place at 3 p.m. local time. I had no clue. Um, so it's unclear exactly why this um, tradition originated. Um, however, though, I will definitely keep it in mind on, for me, for Monday, that I, um, at 3 p.m., take a moment of, um, silence and just really appreciate, uh, appreciation for all the military men and women that have served, that are serving, and that will serve in the future. Um, you know, given your lives... Uh, for the greater good, uh, we love you and praise you and respect you for that. Thank you. Um, let's see here. For me, well, sorry, for Indiana, you cannot have Memorial Day without the greatest spectacle in racing. Um, they used to coincide every single year. Uh, race day, fans, you know, the whole town, city gears it up. Uh, Speedway, Indiana, um, beautiful area. A lot of culture down there. Um, get prepared and get excited uh, about the race every year. Um, and I know this is a big family tradition for a lot of people. Um my family has never been into any type of motorsports. Um, the only sports in my house growing up was football. <clears throat> my mom hated it. Absolutely hated it. Um, so there wasn't a whole lot um, on. She, you know, put up with it, you know, for a short period of time. Dad or my dad would always make sure that he had laundry to fold. Then he'd take that in another room and he'd be kind of left alone to watch his sports while he folded laundry. Um, so, but <clears throat> some brush up on your Indy 500 facts. Um, so it is the world's largest uh, single day sporting event. That is why it's called the greatest um, spectacle in racing. Um, it is in the world's largest sporting venue. It's first held in 1911, um, and they when they created the Indy 500, 500 laps, they really wanted a race that would take seven to eight hours, you know, that would take a day, it would be a good part of it, um, and when they first built the racetrack, it was used uh, to test cars. Um, the very first race was in, I think it was 1909. Um, it was a hot air balloons that they had used because um, they, they had the open field. The track wasn't fin 
finish. <clears throat> and then they um, started with the racing in 1911. So 8500 is the biggest um, speedway. In perspective, uh, there are five world landmarks that fit inside with room to spare inside the IMS, the Indy Motor Speedway. The Churchill Downs, the Yankee Stadium, the Rose Bowl, the Roman Coliseum, the Vatican City. Um, IMS has four full-length golf holes inside. Uh, there are two more than 250,000 seats, and it is a property uh, that's 559 acres, which is about 0.87 square miles and the size of more than 500 football fields. So with the race day um, venues all working, there's about 400,000 people in one area. Um, that is a lot of people. That is why it is called the um, biggest spectacle in racing, um, which is very interesting. Um, so why do Indy 500s drink milk? Well, that's because um, um, a driver, Lewis Meyer, as they always did, asked for a drink of mother milk to refresh himself after winning his third Indy 500 in 1936. An executive from the Milk Foundation caught the moment and vowed to have it repeated year after year, um, which... Uh, it's really cool. Some people did champagne. I did read about one um, driver that he was French, and this was like 1913, that um, every time he went in for a uh, pit stop, he had sh more champagne. So he was drinking and driving the whole time. That was the only year he was allowed to do that. Then it was banned. Um, interesting little fact on that. Then how much does an IndyCar cost? It's going to cost likely $2 million or more by the time you have the cars, the backup cars, the driver, the pit crew, all that. Um, but for the women's side, I did see on the news today, um, Peretta Sports, it is an all-women's team. Kudos, shout out. Whoop, whoop. Uh, sorry, um, that's just awesome. We have a woman owner, driver, pit team. Um, the whole nine yards there. I'm sure they have some men in the mix. I'm not saying that they're exclusive, but this is a huge um, step for women. Um, I wish the, the driver of the team um, much luck this season. Hope you have a great finish. Um, but it's just really nice to see, um, you know, women making their way into a hugely I mean, come on, not, right? Racing is a man's, you know, well, a lot of the sports are. But anyway, um, but it's just really nice to see that, you know, we have such strong, dedicated women out there that are making um, beautiful role models um, for the girls that are growing up today. Um, you know, in 20 years, 40 years, who's to say, you know, the opportunity? just the vast amount of opportunities that women will have um, just because these, you know, stigma barriers are being just like sledged down one at a time. So, um, but big shout out to the Peretta sports team um, and um, love the great work you guys are doing. 
All right, you guys. So that was a quick little intro on Memorial Day and the Motor Speedway. So going to take a quick little break. And uh, when we get back, um, we'll go over a few more things. So stick around. And we're back. I want to tell you guys, I really do appreciate you guys taking the time um, uh, to listening to my recordings, um, my podcast. It means a lot to me. Um, You know, I don't have any um, earth-shaking news, nothing new and magical on the side of the microphone. Um, But, you know, I'm just an everyday person that, um, you know, is observing the world and... um, just, you know, sending love and um, thoughts and positivity out, you know, that's uh, my main goal. You know, for me, um, I live in a little town that I'm very thankful for, you know, I don't, um, we've always lived on the outskirts of cities, Um, not a big city liver. Um, And, um, you know, some people love, you know, downtowns and the commotion, things like that. We've always, you know, lived in little towns, like right outside of the uh, big city, Um, you know, which is nice for me. I've always been a wanderer, Um, you know, as a kid, I, you know, used to walk around, used to enjoy going in the woods. And uh, I remember one time as a kid, um, there was a rainbow and I was determined that we were going to find the end of that rainbow because, of course, you know, there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah, I think we were walking like 45 minutes or something. I I finally dawned on me, you're not going to ever find the end of the rainbow, Danielle. Um, so, and, uh, bless my friends that followed me. No one, you know, said anything. So apparently, I don't know, if I was the smartest as a group, we were in trouble. <laughs> but hence why we were searching for the end of the rainbow. Um, but, you know, I've always enjoyed, um, being in nature, you know, and, um, seeing, uh, lightning bugs in the yard, um, things like that. Uh, um, y'all. You know, that's a Florida thing. I remember when we first moved up here, you know, 20 years ago, my cousins made fun of me. You know, they're like, y'all, what's y'all? I was like, what do you guys say? Hey, you guys. You know, that type of thing. And, you know, y'all was just always stuck with me. Then, of course, you have the debate over, is it soda or pop? Um, It's soda in my household. Um, It's just kind of one of those uh, expressions, words, things like that. Um, even though I love the country and animals, all that, um, hardcore, um, country people, yeah, they would throw me out of the group. Um, I don't really listen to country music. Um, it's generally been rock and pop, um, for me in my life. And, um, I like various, I mean, don't get me wrong, there is... There are some country songs that are very good. I enjoy them, um, but I am not a hardcore country girl. Um, no Daisy Dukes, no cow slinging, cow tipping days um, in my life. I have, uh, to me, the, I, I couldn't go and tip a cow. I'm sorry. I would just feel bad. Um, of course, my husband, he was born down in Brown County and... Uh, you know, they used to tip cows. Apparently, you got to run very fast because <laughs> they get up bad. But anywho, 
Um, uh, some other nonsense in my life. Um, I'm still battling the um, vines that grow all over the yard. Um, and man, I tell you what, um, nature has a way of taking over. Um, that's for sure. I was walking out the park the other day and, you know, of course I've been um, trying to get the yard in order and, you know, it's just kind of a, you know, thought of how, you know, if we weren't there to maintain it, to keep it down, just how quick, um, nature would actually just kind of take back over and it seemed like we were never here. Um, but, and it just kind of reminded me of how fleeting our presence is in life um, and just really gave me a sense of appreciation uh, for each moment that we are blessed with. Um, and um, unfortunately, the news um, is so, you know, it's their job, but, you know, um, there's just so much bad that happens in the world and so many families that are changed every single day to gun violence. I mean, it's, it's so sad. Um, you know, all these mothers losing their sons and, and there are some daughters, but mostly, um, it is sons, these men that are getting shot every single day. And, um, my heart goes out to you, um, and blessings to you and your family. Um, on other news, uh, our numbers for COVID are coming down. Yay. I started um, my Pfizer vaccination process yesterday. Finally built, uh, bit the bullet on that one. Um, and, um, and it wasn't really that I was against um, vaccination or anything like that. Being in the medical field, you have to be vaccinated for everything, you know, the hepatitis B series, you know, I had to go through that multiple times just because my body wouldn't make the antibodies, um, you know, flu shots every year. Um, so I've had all of the vaccinations. Um, you know, I've, I am a believer in vaccinations. You know, we have so many diseases that we do not have to fight or our children don't have to fight anymore because of vaccination. Um, so they have done a lot of good in our world. Um, I can say I got a tinge of a headache when I got my first dose. Um, my arm was a little sore, but truthfully, my arm has been more, as far as pain, sore level, it's been worse with a flu vaccine than it did the Pfizer dose. Um, so really compared to, I woke up today thinking, oh, you know, my arm's really going to be, you know, a little more sore. And of course I used it, made sure it's my dominant arm. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised. Um, it's not much of an ache at all. And like I said, compared to some of those other flu shots, um, that I've had, this is nothing in comparison. So, uh, shot number one, done good, all clear. Um, excited to, um, get the second one here in a few weeks. Um, and then be able to shred that mask. Um, so, you know, and it's really nice to see as more and more people get vaccinated, more and more people that are able to go out without the mask, um, you know, that we're just really, we're starting to turn the corner there on um, beating this pandemic. And um, and I know other countries are still struggling, um, very much so. Um, and uh, we haven't heard anything about India in a, about a week. Um, so I pray their numbers are coming down um, and that they're getting the help that they need. But we're definitely not out of it. And um, so we'll just uh, 
keep going forward one day at a time. There are uh, brighter days ahead. Um, and I know a lot of people, you know, I do not get along, you know, because people one way or the other, um, you know, they voice strongly negatively. Of course, those are the ones, you know, and I just, I don't know. I don't have any inclination to argue with someone, you know, that's negative Nancy. Um, and, uh, you know, not to give them, I guess, the attention um, on some of the things that they say and do, um, you know, because, um, you know, those that uh, there was what a um, politician that made a remark in regards to mask and the Holocaust. I don't know where you're getting that from. Seriously, um, you know, one, I mean, with masks, we haven't had any people, you know, dying of flu. I know me personally, I generally get the worst at least once a year. I mean, like dog sick. And this year I did not do it. Um, I don't know if it's for the mask. Of course I wasn't working too. Um, but neither did my husband. So, um, I'm going to have to, you know, give a hands up for that. Um, and, you know, maybe, and who cares if someone else is wearing a mask? That's the part I don't get. You don't want to wear a mask? Okay. What does it matter that someone else is wearing a mask? Is it hurting you somehow? Um, and then, of course, there's the Friends um, t-shirt. Um, how vaccinated can I be? Um, a lot of haters on that. Once again, you choose not to be vaccinated, that is your choice. That is your, you know, and be thankful that you're allowed to make that choice. Um, you know, 100 years ago, we did not have the choices in medical care that we do now. Um, so just be thankful in the time and age that you're born. Um, if you don't want to get vaccinated for whatever reason, then that's fine. That's up to you. Um, for me personally, um, it, it was more of, you know, I have a lot of little babies around um, and, you know, they're not able to get vaccinated and, but I can. Um, so I kind of felt like it was just a small part of something that I could do um, to be part of the positive change and protecting others, um, which is very important to me. You know, when we first went into this pandemic, you know, um, and uh, I had uh, a moment of, let's say here, outrage of the way that things were being handled. You know, it wasn't concerned that I would die. It was concerned that I could carry something to someone else and they would die. Um, you know, because if you're the one in the box, you know, I don't know. That's just the way I face death. You know, if I'm dead, I'm dead. Um, nothing can do, you know, uh, you know, in peace. I, you know, I look forward to the next um, and going on. Um, but it was the thought of losing someone else, um, anyone else, um, that was just very hard for me. And, um I remember those first days, <laughs> I had a mask on and um, this poor lady at the dollar store, you know how small those dollar store aisles are. And um, this poor lady 
came down the aisle and, you know, we both had masks, but we were within six feet of each other and I spaz. Uh, luckily, she quickly removed herself. She could just tell from my eyes and from my actions. I didn't even have to say anything. It's kind of like a deer in headlights type of thing. Uh, luckily, as time went on, um, it just kind of, you know, uh, the anxiety became less and less um, to where, you know, we are now. And uh, it's just kind of become a part of our everyday lives. Um, but we're getting there, America. So stand strong. Um, and, uh, I wanted to thank you guys for listening. And, uh, as we come up on this Memorial Day weekend, um, take a moment and, uh, you know, 3 p.m. Memorial Day, um, and have a moment of silence and give thanks for all the special, um, soldiers, men and women that, uh, day in and day out put their lives, um, on the line so that we don't have to, um, I really can't say thank you enough. Um, hey, don't forget to leave me some comments, questions, um, maybe a topic, a burning topic that you are wanting to hear some information on. I'd love to hear from you guys. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Danny Summit Quest. Um, I do have my blog at dannysummitquest.com. Um, there are some of my uh, writings on there. Um, so, I have some different things, um, you know, so it's definitely just like my podcast. You never know what you're going to get. But, hey, y'all have a blessed day. Love you, and I'll see you next week.